An ideal business for the modern family. Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Catherine Haynes, Divisional Manager and Franchisor for Jim's Fencing. Listen as she delves into how Jim's Fencing provided the ideal business opportunity for their family and how 13 years later they are living the dream and giving others the same opportunities. Welcome everyone. My name is Raghu. I'm here with Ellen Rogers from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Catherine Hayes, who's a regional franchiser and divisional manager for Jim's Fencing. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Catherine. Thank you, Raghu and Ellen. Firstly, can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you came to be a franchiser for Jim's Fencing, and also what was your previous career to lead to your position? Yeah, um, well, previously I was with Flight Centre, so I spent uh, 12 years um, in Flight Centre. I moved into the management role there. I had a great job. I was very successful. I did lots and lots of travel. Um, My passport's quite dusty now. That's one thing I do miss with my new role. Um, And we had, Darren and myself had just just had our first child and Darren was a fitter and turner. So he was working away a lot and my job was quite demanding. So we decided that we wanted to do something for ourselves. Um, because I'd been with Flight Centre for 12 years, the brand, um, a brand was really important to me. So when we started uh, looking at what we could do, one of my stipulations to Darren was it had to be branded. I didn't know how we would go about starting our own business, like we would have to have a big marketing budget to start it. So we then came across the Jim's fencing ad. So that ticked the box for me, that uh, that little face of Jim Penman. Darren was obviously, he's a fitter and turner, so very kinesthetic, able to work with his hands. So um, it kind of ticked the box for him as well. So that's how we actually uh, started off. So we bought one of the first franchises in regional Victoria in Ballarat. So, and that was over 13 and a half years ago. Great. And in 2014, you purchased a division of Jim's Fencing as well. I mean, what motivated you to do that and grow further in the company? And can you uh, take us through a little bit about your current role there? Yeah, sure. Well, um, in 2006, we actually got offered the rights to become a franchisor, a regional franchisor. So that's where we moved into the role of managing franchises around regional Victoria and then growing the businesses as well. So growing the number of franchisees on the ground. And then, as I said, in 2014, the division came up for sale. So, you know, I suppose Darren and I had grown up with the business. We had amazing ideas of what we wanted the business to be and we're in the position to be able to buy the business. So Jim Penman offered us and we purchased the business from him. So, and I suppose if you look at our job role now, the we, we wear two hats in a way. So first of all, we're the uh, owners and divisional managers of Jim's Fencing Australia and New Zealand. And then we also still manage franchisees uh, on the ground as well. So we wear a franchisor hat as well and we're in charge of the development of uh, uh, Brisbane and Queensland, West Melbourne and also regional Victoria. So we have a big job role. There's always lots on the go. Uh, That's what I like about it. It's very varied, my job role. Yeah, and you do take care of a few separate regions as well. I mean, are there any specifics about them that make them different or any key areas you're focusing on? 
well, for us, one of the key focuses for uh, us at the moment is for West Melbourne. Um, obviously, it's uh, we're based in Ballarat. It's it's easy access for us and. We just have an incredible opportunity there because the amount of work that is there that we cannot service at the moment um, is phenomenal. In in the last six months, we've turned away nearly 1,400 people who we haven't even been able to provide a quote for. So even though we're looking at developing Brisbane, we have got a lot of time and focus at the moment in the West Melbourne area. We've got a total of 16 franchisees in our regional cities, so in Geelong and Ballarat and Bendigo. Bendigo and Ballarat are still big growth areas for us as well and also down in the uh, the Gippsland area as well. So we only have one franchisee down that area as well. So um, I think no matter where you're looking, the opportunity is there and if people look wherever they travel these days, they'll see developments um, the amount of work in the fencing industry is just is uh, really phenomenal at the moment. Okay, so we've known from our time working with franchisees that there are many reasons why people choose to go for a franchise. Some choose to step out of the company life away from managerial work and wanting to be more financially independent, wanting to be their own boss. And some, like yourself, their priorities have changed. They need to look after a family. So what, what do you think is the most common reason for choosing a gym fencing franchise in regards would it be work-life balance do you think or would it be financial independence or just being your own boss i think a work-life balance um if you looked at the uh our franchisees obviously some of our franchisees are very uh financial driven uh but as i said if i look across the board i think it'd be the work-life balance we we have a lot of uh families within our group um, and, you know, if you talk to the dads, they, they go to the school sports, uh, they can do kinder runs with the kids, those type of things. And I think, you know, I, that is one of the things if Darren and look, I look back on, you know, some of those really great moments of being in business, it's the fact that we could do those things with the, with the kids at school and our children are still at school. So we do have that flexibility to take an afternoon off and if we need to catch up, we can catch up after hours as well. So, um, but as I said, I think the work-life balance is a really is a really big key driver for a lot of our guys. So a lot of people will be saying, well, that, that's exactly what I'm looking for, considering it's those that have got a new family on the way or I've got a large brood to look after. Yes. Can you take us through the average day where things don't go according to plan or say you need to pick up the kids and you've got jobs on the list that you can't do? What's that typical day like? Yeah, and I suppose... Uh, sick children is 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 an absolute classic. So, and again, because I was I was lucky enough to, you know, we were in this job uh, or in this franchise. Um, if the kids were sick from school, I could just sneak in and, and pick them up. And of course, I was working from home, so you know that's a huge advantage. I often wonder how you know husband wife teams balance that when they've got sick children and both of them are employed outside of the home. You know, the other great thing is um, school holidays as well. You know, our, our kids have never gone into school holiday programs. Um, admittedly, sometimes we work, we might have to work after hours, so if we're entertaining them during school holidays, um, we can have families, we can have other children over here and the kids entertain themselves while Darren and I are still able to work as well. So it is one of those things we're able to take I would say that we're able to take more holidays because we're self-employed as well, even if it's uh, getting away for a four-day weekend. We just need to schedule our work around it and we can take off. So, you know, that's that all comes down to the work-life balance and 
And gosh, your children grow up so quickly. You know, we think of all the things that we've done with them that if we were both employed, that we would never have that opportunity to do whilst they're young as well. So how understanding is your client when you have to take family as a priority? So where you have to take off in the middle of the job or reschedule, how understanding are your clients when that kind of thing happens? Well, look, it all comes down to how you communicate to them from the very start. And as I said, because when you're looking at the whole process of when from someone actually calls the cl- calls the call centre to request a quote right through to them booking the job in, the process is very fine-tuned and it's all about communication. That's one of the important things that we actually speak to um, franchisees about is the importance of communication with your clients. Um, look, if something like that happened, and we had a franchisee, as an example, we had a franchisee um, that had to take off to South Africa very, very quickly, and he had his post holes dug. So what Darren did was Darren went out and actually set the posts for him so that the job site could be secured and there was no no chance of injury. Look, I think if you build a rapport with your clients, they're going to be very understanding. You know, most people know that a lot of our guys have young families and things crop up. But I said, it's, I think it's all about communication. The restructuring of work, sometimes we can find another franchisee. If it was, we could find another franchisee that could actually step in and do the job. Or, as I said, Darren's been known to go out and finish jobs and help franchisees out as well in his role as a franchisor. That's good. That's very good. Yeah, thanks, Catherine. And, and- What do you think are some of the advantages of joining Jim's Fencing and the advantages of running a franchise? Yeah, look, um, I think the very first thing is the brand, and I mentioned that earlier. So the brand creates a perception of quality um, and consistency. So we've got whether someone is having an experience with Jim's Fencing in Sydney or in Melbourne, it's that consistency, which actually allows the client um, confidence when they're making the decision to buy from you. So they like you, they'll buy your fence. Obviously, the other one is the training. I mean, that's really important and the ongoing training. Um, One of the things that I liked when we joined was the marketing. So I don't have a marketing degree. So how would I go about marketing a business? So the collective power of the, the power of the collective marketing is really strong as well. Do you know, the other thing um, I think is important is a sense of belonging. You know, a basic human need is a sense to belong to something. So sometimes when people are self-employed and they're out there in the field all by themselves day in, day out, and they're just self-employed, they don't have that sense of belonging. So our guys are self-employed, but we have meetings, we have conferences, the guys actually work together on projects, they'll see each other's at suppliers. So there's this sense of belonging to a group, even though you're you're self-employed. Um, and again, one of the other things is the support. So you're out on a job site, you've got a problem, you know, you can call trainers, your franchisors, um, you know, there's all those really simple things in business that, um, that actually the franchise will offer someone who does want to be self-employed. And in your opinion, what makes for a successful gyms fencing franchise owner? Do you think it's experience, attitude or something else? Uh, what do we like to say? Pride and passion. Um, do you know, if people, well, if people have got the right attitude, so they're, they're joining the franchise because, A, they want to make a change 
and they can identify what they need, what they want to change in their life. And then once they identify that and we actually are able to say, well, you know, here at Jim's Fencing, we can give you that. Okay, it's going to take hard work, but you've identified what you want to change. Now you've got to have the passion to make it work as well. Just by buying into a franchise doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be uh, a huge success. We certainly have all of the um, the systems in place, but you need to be passionate about it. You need to be self-motivated. And as I said, if you've got your goals, then we can help you get there. We can help the guys get to there. Okay, so just wanted to ask about any advice you want to give to our future franchisees. So there's obviously people out there who will do the same thing. They'll find the gym fencing will tick all the boxes for them. Yep. Is there anything you've learned when you first started any advice you want to give to anyone wanting to start out as to what it means changing from a corporate job into a franchisee model? Yeah, to do your homework. No matter what franchise system you look at, um, one of the really important um, parts of our system is the trial days um, because, you know, people can read everything and talk to successful people, but really our guys... Um, until they get out in the field with our trainers on trial days, that's when they really find out what happens on a day-to-day basis with a franchise. Um, We like the guys to do up to four trial days with two of our different trainers so they can see two different ways of running the business. Once they obviously tick the box and they've been out in the field and they go, yeah, I understand um, what happens, um, it's then doing the homework on the franchising system. So you know a lot about the franchising system that you're entering into You don't want to make a quick decision just on a glossy piece of paper um, and then get into it and find that it's really not what you're after. So, you know, speaking to current and and past franchisees is always a really good way to gauge, really good way to gauge support from a franchisor because once a franchisee joins you, the franchisor that you're going to be working with is going to be your business mentor. They're going to be helping you through, um, you know, the highs and the lows of the business. So, The Australian Franchise Council also is another good website and I suppose that's where Darren and I uh, started to do our research on franchising all of those years ago because we had no experience in the the world of franchising. Sure. And when you get to the next stage, can can you tell us a little bit about the, the training and the ongoing support provided by Jim's Fencing to the franchisees and, and also how that's also a bit of a mentoring relationship you have there as well. Yeah. And look, you know, we're really proud of our eight weeks um, training that we offer um, because whether someone's built a fence before when they're joining us is not a major concern for us. If they have tool experience, yeah, that's a benefit, but we've taken guys from corporate backgrounds and got them through the eight weeks training. Obviously we can't um, cover everything in the eight weeks training, Um, which is why we offer a lot of ongoing training days. So the guys will start the first one to four weeks of the training is all about learning the the concepts of the fencing, fence construction, fence construction. So they basically are with a franchise, one of our training franchisees um, for, for those one to four weeks. So if the franchisee, the current franchisee is going to pick up Materials from suppliers, the trainee is there with them. If they're going to do quoting, the trainee is there with them um, so that they spend those eight weeks working in a business and learning all the concepts. 
once at the start of week five is when they go live into the gyms group. So where they'll actually start to receive leads from the gyms group and when they will start to send out quotes to clients. So what that allows is that from weeks five to eight, the guys are getting their quotes out there and then um, 95% of the time, once the eight weeks is finished, the new franchisees will start, then their ninth week will be starting to build a fence for themselves in their own business. So that's always really exciting when the guys get their um, their first job all booked in. So, um, and then they basically move on from there. So what we find is this is where the job role of the franchisor comes in. The trainers take our guys through and then the franchisor, I mean, also supporting them through that eight weeks training, will then go on to mentor them quite closely for the first three months. Um, because as I said, we can't teach them everything in eight weeks. So they may come in their second week out in their own business and they may come across a quote that they they don't know how to construct. So they'll work closely with their franchisors in uh, teaching them those and, and making sure their quotes are right. So um, the great thing is that the trainers, you know, they build a great relationship with the trainers over those eight weeks as well. So usually the new franchisee will have their trainers on speed dial as well for those quick questions that they need when they're out on their own. Okay, so from our end, we understand that franchisees will call their franchisors daily to let them know how they are doing and some franchisors arrange routines to maintain contact. How do you how do you find you often communicate with your franchisees? What's the relationship like there after the training? Yeah, we'll we'll usually contact the franchisee every twice a week at least once they're out on their own because we need to just make sure that they're confident. Um, and as I said, and, and that they're they're confident with the quotes that they're setting out. We always offer that if a franchisee comes across um, a new style of fencing when they're in their own business working and they haven't trained, been trained on it, we'll often support them through the quote and then Darren will actually go out with them and help them construct that fence because that way Darren can teach them and so it's just really another style of fence or another feather in their cap that they can use as they move forward in their business. One of the great things that we've started to introduce is um, full-day training courses and we started this with uh, glass pool fencing where we only take eight franchisees and they spend a day out of out of their business and a full day uh, learning about glass pool fencing. So they get to feel the weight of the glass panels, look at how all of the, the fencing goes together, touch, feel, learn all about it in a day because sometimes just spending an hour looking at a product is not enough time to really get your head around how, how the fencing is constructed and goes together. And that's something that um, we want to we want to work a lot more on is having specialty fencing days where the guys can uh, get some really good training um, over a five to eight hour period on this, the fence construction so that they can move into different styles of fencing within their business. And, and you mentioned earlier the amount of demand you're seeing, something like 14,000 uh, jobs. Uns- 1,400. 1,400, sorry. Uh, yeah, just in our West Melbourne area. Well, and also we've heard some figures about the group itself. It's something along the lines of three million dollars worth of work uh, that needs servicing. So it's a it's an incredible amount of demand out there. Well, what do you think is causing that demand, and what type of clients uh, are you usually dealing with, or are the franchisees dealing with? 
Well, what's causing the demand is obviously the the explosion of uh, housing around the uh, the outer areas of, say, West Melbourne, but also you take that right across the board in any of our areas. Um, so the other thing that I think if you look at the way that people buy a service these days is people are very time poor. So what they find is that they're looking for a reliable tradesperson and they're wanting security in what they're buying. And I think this is what Jim's Fencing gives the consumer. So obviously the Jim's Group has a 96 90%, 7% brand recognition. So when people are looking to buy a service, a trade service, if they come across Jim's Fencing, they go, yep, I, I know that face, I know that brand. They then go call centre so they can dial 131546. The information um, that they give to the guys and the girls at the call centre is then given to a franchisee who is requesting the work, so someone who's asking for work leads. So the Jim's group, we then have a requirement that you call back the client within two hours, but more often than not, the guys try to do it within a 10-minute um, time frame. So all of a sudden, this client is getting quite, a, they're getting a really nice feel um, for um, a buying, uh, what would you call it, a nice feel for them receiving a quote and uh, them able to make a good decision about buying from the gyms group. So the more franchisees that we have in in on the ground, the better the reputation is and that just automatically, like organically grows business for us as well. Okay, so we just want to ask about the Best thing you find, you've already mentioned the work-life balance that having a fencing franchise has given you. Is there anything else that the Jim's Fencing Group has given you that your previous career, that Darren's previous career couldn't give you? Oh, the opp- well, for us, the opportunity to get where we are today, that's one of the really big things. So, you know, the financial benefits, the flexibility, and for us, the opportunity to help people. I suppose, you know, I, I liked my job as... Um, uh, in travel because people came to me because they were organising exciting things. So they were always really happy. People remembered me because they had a, a very good experience. They were usually travelling, having fun, that type of thing. So that in my job role now, that's also great for me because people are coming to me with a, they want to change for whatever reason and I'm, I can present them with the opportunity to make those changes that they want. So, and, you know, and, that's a great thing for me but as I said overall it gives us the flexibility don't get me wrong sometimes the business does consume us and we need to sit back down and kind of go oh hang on a second um stop and reevaluate your goals and the time that you're spending in the business and I think any business owner will um probably agree with that that as I said sometimes being self-employed you you can get consumed by the business but it's just a matter of recognizing that and just sitting back and resetting your goals and, and what you want to achieve. That's very interesting. And there will be a lot of people you know, listening to this who be quite interested in finding out more. What are the next steps in reaching out to you? And what's your process for getting the right type of person on board? 
Yeah, the process is obviously um, if someone wants to find out more, there's a couple of options. They can go onto the website or they can simply just call the gym's call centre number, 131546. Not only is that obviously for people who are wanting the services of the gym's group, but also if they're wanting to speak to the regional franchisor about what the opportunity is with gym's fencing in their area. So we would get the information, we would get the the information of the client or of the prospective franchisee, we would give them a call and we'd start with a, a brief phone interview to start with. Um, and then really I like to get um, with the people face-to-face because you can obviously um, transfer a lot of information when you're sitting down having a coffee. So normally we like to get, if it's a husband and wife team, uh, we would like to, um, to speak to both of them because... Um, whether it's the guy who makes the inquiry or the lady who makes the inquiry. And if we go back to when Darren and I first um, inquired about Jim's fencing, I was the driving force. So I was the one who um, gathered all of the information and then Darren came into the process when it came time to meet with the franchisor. So, you know, there's probably a lot of uh, ladies out there who, you know, if they want to have a chat to me, um, my mobile phone number is always available as well. So, and I'm more than happy to chat to the wives or the partners of people who are looking to come into it because it's nice to see it from a female side of the business because um, coming into a trade, it's not all about building a business. There's still, we often say to franchisees that, um, you know, it's the 80-20 rule. There's going to be 80% of the time you're going to be out in the field but 20% of the time is actually going to be in the office liaisoning with clients because if you don't spend that 20% of time quoting, liaisoning with clients or learning something new, then you're not going to have the work to be 80% out in the field constructing the fences. So after we meet with the clients, it's then down to trial days. Um, And as I said, they're really important for the guys just to so they understand what happens on a day-to-day basis. After trial days, we'll meet with the prospective franchisees again and we'll, go, we'll take them through cash, cash flows and business plans because they're very important when you're looking at going into business. They're very important that you understand what your financial goals want to be in the first year in, and in the subsequent years after that and also a business plan. So what ideas you have in your head because from the moment someone actually starts or inquires about Jim's fencing, they will start to conjure up a lot of ideas in their head about what the way they want their business to go or the opportunities that they see in their area and how they would tap into those. So a business plan is a way of taking all of those thoughts out of your head and putting them down on paper so that they can be organised and then also put in the right time frame for how the business will actually grow in the first 12 months and beyond. The Jim's group then has a three-day training down at the Jim's National Office at Moorabark. Now, all franchisees, um, no matter what division they're looking at joining, have to go down and sit the three days down at Melbourne. And what it does is it actually gives the prospective franchisees a big overview of the Jim's group. Um, they even get to sit in on the call centre so um, where they can hear how the girls manage the calls, the guys and the girls manage the incoming calls for lead distribution. But it's also about, um, you know, understanding the contracts, uh, understanding your obligations as a franchisee, understanding the obligations that your franchisor and what level of support your franchisor is expected to give you. So it's really good and it's, it's a great way of networking with 
um, with other franchisees who are at the same position as you looking into the gyms group and finding out what they know as well. And often prospective franchisees will come away and they'll have three or four phone numbers and they may be of other fencing guys who are training at the same time or they may even, may even be from other other divisions that are they're looking at joining. So in the future they can just keep contact with those people to find out how their businesses are going. So after the three days at Jim's group, we then sign on contracts and then the, basically the guys go into their eight weeks training from there. Uh, yes, and there's definitely a lot to think about when considering a franchise. But before we finish, do you have anything you want to say to anyone or any advice to anyone thinking about making that plunge from a you know, worker or employee to business owner or franchisee? Yeah, look, making the decision is uh, really hard. And I know I'm referring to Darren and mine story, but I suppose we did it 13 years ago. But, do you know, it's just if you've done your, your research and you've done your homework you can build a relationship, you know you've met your franchisor and you know and you trust that they can help you do it. It is the hardest thing and and Darren and I, we did it when we were living in our shed. We had our first baby and we used funds that were for our house and the final designs weren't even finished for our house. And I I just remember my mum going, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? And we're living in a shed with a baby and we're using money that we'd saved for the house to buy a business. <laughs> so, But as I said, Darren and I, we did our research and we were so confident that it, we didn't come into this business going, yeah, I hope it works. We we had made a very informed decision and we said, this is going to be, this is for us, this is what we are going to do. And as I said, we obviously haven't looked back, but we're very passionate and and we, you know, we made a great decision. Yeah, it sounds like you did. Look, for anyone interested, we encourage you to head towards jimsfencing.com.au and, and get to know a bit more about the company and put in an inquiry. Alternatively, there'll be a contact us box underneath this podcast. So we encourage you to fill that out and one of the team will be in touch with you um, very quickly for some more info. Apart from that, it's been really great talking to you today, Catherine. We'd really like to have you on again for another podcast. Yeah. That sounds great. And as I said, and look, again, do you know, I've been very successful in this trades industry and there are a lot of, um, get, there is a lot of partners and wives who are probably listening to this going, oh, what could my job role be in the business? Because I said, it's not all about fence construction. So as I said, if there's any ladies out there that would like, they can also call the 131546 number and just ask um, for a message to be sent through to Catherine Hayes the call centre will send the, the client's phone number through to me and then I can give them a call. So if they're wanting to hear from it as the other side of the business, I'm more than happy to speak to anyone out there because that's an important part. And, you know, there's a lot of ladies out there that maybe, you know, that they are stay-at-home mums. Um, this is a golden opportunity to, to go into business and to be the other support person for your husband or your partner who's out there constructing fences as well. Fantastic. Thanks again for that, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, guys. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Catherine Haynes, Division Manager and Franchisor for Jim's Fencing. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.businessbyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. 
Thanks for listening.